0: Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York. Just in time for the holidays, fill your home and your season for less at HomeDepot.com with up to 40% off a wide assortment of select bedding and bath linens. Update your bed or bath online, right from the comfort of your own cozy couch. Even get free delivery and flexible returns. How's that for holiday cheer? Up to 40% off. Holiday home decor improved from HomeDepot.com. How doers get more done. Online only. Free delivery on select items $45 or more. Visit HomeDepot.com for more information. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway Card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit UnitedGatewayCard.com to apply. Here's the scenario. You're injured in a collision and your insurance company is denying your claim. It happens far too often. If it happens to you, call me, Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Personal Injury Law. My team and I work for people just like you, we don't accept cases on behalf of insurance companies, so you and your family can make sure that you're in good hands. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Get Goldfinger today. You know what I want. And Welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, Samson Folk here to detail for you the Raptors' latest win against their rival of sorts, the team that Kawhi Leonard hit the most magnificent shot against last year in the playoffs. Game 7, 92 90, winning that game, but this game beating the 76ers 107 95. And a frustrating game, a fun game. There's a lot of things to like in this one and a lot of things to dislike. You know, the number one thing to dislike in this game is that on one side of the floor, the 76ers have their dynamite young star. Well, I suppose star is probably a bit too much. Their dynamite young guy, Matisse Tybull, a 3 and D player, hitting threes for them, playing terrific defense, and OGN and Obi on the Raptors' side in this game having a very muted effect after a pretty strong defensive start, but after that really having no impact on the game, not being able to close... And the Raptors, a very clunky performance. A lot of guys not having it going, really. Kyle Lowry didn't hit a three in this one. Pascal Siakam, try as he might, couldn't get anything going. Tough whistle. So the Raptors, stylistically, were definitely up against it. They were playing pretty clunky basketball, but they figured it out. They won the game. And to credit their defense, that's probably what did it for them in this one. But at the start of the game, that wasn't a strength. They go down in the first quarter, 35-26. to 26. It's, you know, the 76ers are without Joel Embiid, so their offense is, you know, stylistically, it's quite different with Ben Simmons running at the head of it, a lot more drive and kick, they're trying to get more shooting on the floor, we see Maz playing, guys like that, they're trying to inject shooting, like I said, so they're playing more of a drive and kick game, and the Raptors, who sometimes send two guys to the ball too often, and sometimes overhelp, and have that scramble defense, If they're playing a team that really wants to get a defense scrambling, they can be susceptible to that. And we saw that in the first quarter with the 76ers hitting a slew of threes. Ben Simmons, you know, for all the detractors and all the things that you can say about him, he is A, one of the best defenders, probably one of the best five, six defenders in the league. And B, he's one of the most creative and best passers in the league as well. Jump shot's not there. But he can make a defense, He well, he can disrupt the defense, he can get a lot of things going. And he did that for the 76ers in that first quarter, getting into the teeth of the Raptors defense, whether it was finding a post-up on the back end of the shot clock and either getting in for a bucket himself or posting up a smaller guy like Fred Van VanVleet or even OG Ananobi, who is, you know, he's a big guy, but he is small compared to Ben Simmons drawing in that defense, drawing in the help and making a great pass to the opposite corner, maybe from, you know, the block to the wing finding a guy like Corkmaz or Tobias Harris, Al Horford as well, he's great at spacing the floor similar to Marcus on the other side. The 76ers they really had the Raptors running around, overhelping, some sloppy rotations, guys going to the wrong person. That's what happens, you know. The 76ers they're a funky team. They got the Raptors out of sorts defensively. And so initially, they go to that 35-26 lead. The Raptors on the other side, really relying on the stylistic um, Marcus Gasol, who is able to score in the post. He's able to bust the zone. He's able to shoot it from downtown. And and obviously, he's great at passing as well. They run a lot of action up top with him. And they're able to sustain some of their offense there. At the end of this game, he didn't end up closing this game because the Raptors, they chose to play a different style, one with Sergio Baca. But he he finished 7 to 7 from the floor. He basically he had 3 assists. He played almost a perfect game within himself, but the Raptors that style wasn't working for them, so they went away from that. But it did sustain their offense early when Serge Ibaka came on the floor, the 76ers they zoned up, the Raptors kind of got stonewalled ten that first quarter. But as we got into the second quarter, the Raptors, that defense really did start to change. They got more accustomed to the way that Simmons was running the 76ers offense. Some of those shortcomings, some of those limitations offensively did start affecting them. And that's what you like to see if you're a Raptors fan. So that did start happening. The Raptors started to clamp down. Patrick McCaw came into the game and got his nose broken, it looked like. So he's injured. He left the game. I think it was referred to as a face contusion, but there was blood. And Pascal Siakam and Norm Powell kept motioning to a crooked nose. It looked like they were pantomiming about that. But the Raptors, they started running a little bit of a zone to try and really stress out the 76ers offense. When Horford wasn't on the floor, there is is a bit of lack of shooting there, trying to make them sweat that way. And they did, and the Raptors eventually getting it to a tie basketball game, eventually taking the lead. Kyle Lowry going the length of the floor. And he and Gasol pretty much making up the bulk of the Raptors offense in that first half. Kyle Lowry grifting and working his way, jettisoning himself, going to the rim, getting free throws, going in for layups, not being able to hit from downtown. As I said earlier, that was great. Gasol also bringing a bit more finesse from downtown, some of the passing chops. And Lowry, of course, some decent playmaking as well. But those two guys, Lowry's... Hustle and Gasol's finesse, that was what really kept the Raptors afloat in that first half as the 76ers cruised out to some easy offense, but the Raptors tied things up at 50 going into halftime. Is a competitive half, but it was clunky. There was a lot of dysfunction from both teams, and that's the thing about changing defensive schemes so often is that sometimes there are really intelligent teams, and the Raptors are one of them that can change the way in which they attack, and if a team keeps trying to change that just creates dysfunction for the defense. The Raptors, when they have Pascal Siakam going, Kyle Lowry, Marcus and Serge Ibaka and Norm Powell attacking off the bench, they really can punish teams that do that tonight without Lowry's three-point shot, without Siakam's game. The switching of all these schemes really did make it difficult for the Raptors at times. And the Raptors doing the same thing to the 76ers, limiting them, going to zone, really stressing out their inability to shoot. But the Raptors' defense really playing a saving grace role holding the 76ers only 15 points in that second quarter, only 22 in the third, and only 23 in the fourth. The Raptors, after that you know, that terrible first quarter, they won every single quarter, quite handily so, and the Raptors, they figured it out. But stop me if you've heard this before. The second half was time for Norm. It was Norm time, and also Fred and Serge Ibaka. So Kyle and Mark... Played less of a role. Kyle, obviously not defensively. Mark didn't get as many minutes in that second half after playing quite a bit in the first half. Nick Nurse identified that the Raptors probably wanted to play smaller to try and keep up and play a, a better version of the scrambled defense. They did so after having a bit of success with it in that second quarter, and they sustained that going through to the end of the game. And so we saw Serge Ibaka, Norm Powell, Fred VanVleet. Kind of like a triplet in this game in that Fred VanVleet he finishes 6 of 7 from downtown in this game, doing most of his damage in that area in the second half. Terrific shooting, some of it coming from pull-ups, some of it coming from spot-ups. And that opened up a lot of the inside for Norman Powell, for Serge Ibaka. Norman Powell, we've been used to seeing him it up from downtown in a lot of games But just as important has been his work in transition and the Raptors being able to get themselves going in transition with these smaller lineups that are more likely to dig in on the 76ers and get into passing lanes rather than sit back and force them into tough shots. They're playing this trap-heavy, really scramble-heavy defense and trying to get themselves going in transition. That paid off for Powell. But Van Vliet's three-point shooting opening up that middle to the point where in the first half, the Raptors, the middle of the court, it seemed like a tough place to get on offense. Kyle Lowry, Fred VanVleet having a lot of difficulty working on the inside there. Marcus Saul, Pascal Siakam on occasion, the only guys who could score in there. And the Raptors really opening that up with the help of Norm Powell being supercharged, being really fast, and being able to get into the teeth of the defense when they're running him in horns or on pin downs when he gets his defender to chase over top because of his... You know, he's a 40% three-point shooter. You have to chase over top. I wrote about this. And when he has the guy chasing, he gets to the rim. He, he has a one-on-one matchup going downhill against a defender. The 76ers, oftentimes he wasn't matched up with a Al Horford. He was matched up with Pelly, or Mike Scott or maybe one of their wings that's sliding over to tag him. But either way, he was able to get to the rim quite often. And whether it was Pelly, Corkmaz, or somebody who was sliding in, That also happened with Serge Ibaka and the Raptors in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter. Well, let's focus on the third, bleeding into the start of the fourth. Serge Ibaka, Norm Powell, really supercharging the paint offense and really able to get into the teeth of what the 76ers were doing and really took the game back in the hands of the Raptors. I think at the end of it all, there's plus 23 and plus 24 between the two of them. Ron Jefferson, Terrence Davis also playing an instrumental role in those lineups as well. But Powell, Ibaka, really doing a lot of work on the inside, bringing the Raptors all the way back into it, giving them a lead, and just doing what they've been doing for some time. I know Serge Ibaka, for a long time now, has been one of the most pivotal members of the Raptors, especially when he's coming off of the bench. He eats opposing big men, bench big men, for lunch, supper, breakfast, whatever meal he can get. He eats them alive. And Norm Powell, with this newfound confidence, And this acumen and how he's able to work his offense off of screens really opens a lot for him, especially when he's going downhill or especially if he's trying to pivot into an open three-point shot. So we saw him playing to those strengths. Well, both of them, Serge Ibaka and Norm Powell, and that's how the Raptors built their lead going into that third quarter up by four at that point. And even though it got close in that fourth quarter, Fred Van Vliet had had a hell of a display shooting from downtown Things looked like they were getting a bit dicey, but Norm Powell, Fred VanVleet, Kyle Lowry, Serge Ibaka, the guys who are closing, they're able to figure it out. They're able to get the ball to Fred VanVleet, who makes a shot at the end, Norm Powell hitting his free throws, and they go on a 7-0 run before, well, I think they actually ended up going on like a 15-2 or 12-2 run to end the game, so really strong response there. Figured out Ben Simmons' offense for the most part, forced eight turnovers out of him. I think he had seven assists really early on, finished with eight. They seemed to really figure him out, and they were funneling the 76ers' three-point shots to the right guys. At the end of the game, it really did seem like they knew how to defend the 76ers and the 76ers who lost Josh Richardson earlier on, ran out of guys. They didn't have enough guys to make the Raptors pay for the type of defense they were playing. The Raptors, they pull it out 107 to 95. It looked like they figured out the 76ers by the end of it, as they should have. It's not a super complicated offensive set that they run. So congrats to them. They figured it out, and it was, you know, it was a fun game, especially at the end with Fred pulling up and hitting some major triples. The Reggie Evans Award, of course, goes to Norm Powell. I thought he was fantastic. His energy on both ends of the floor was transformative in nature for the raptors it was something they desperately needed and he you know he added energy to the raptors he punched the 76ers in the mouth at the same time it's just a fantastic performance and you know in a string of fantastic performances i can't remember his last bad game but he's always brought something off the bench in the past 7 8 games he's had a wonderful game stretch, only a couple letdowns in that, averaging over 20 points, nearly got to 20 tonight. He had 18 points, 8 rebounds, helping out on the glass. He had a block, 6 of 11 from the field, plus 23. Basically, the Raptors, they don't win this game without Norm Powell and his ability to make the 76ers pay for all the attention they were giving to Fred VanVleet or Kyle Lowry and to just eat up that weak side and get to the middle of the floor and make them pay for their lackluster paint defense and you know his energy and his ability to attack them that's what changed the game for the Raptors and Fred VanVleet shooting and Serge Ibaka's hustle but all those things really great and also I want to highlight Serge Ibaka the defense he played in the second half was really something else he bouncy springy energetic as well being able to get up for a lot of shot contests but also getting back for rebounds and box outs, it really changed how the 76ers attacked the paint in that game. So, just shout out to both of them. They did a fantastic job. The top quick reaction comment is from Arshdeep Singh, who says, Pal is in a different mindset right now. He has been absolutely incredible, and I don't see him slowing down anytime soon with the confidence he's portraying. Yeah, that's why I chose to write that feature about him, Pal, and to discuss, you know, how he's been able to attack screens how he's been able to use his jumper to open up things for himself and how much work went into in the past two years making himself a 40% three-point shooter and finding a way to make it work around different players because he's a tertiary player. You know, he's done a really great job of inserting himself to the front and having plays called for him. But before that happened, he had to become a player who can work off of other guys. And so now we're getting to the point where sometimes nurse calls Powell's number. Says, hey, you're making the read. You're going to decide if you're going downhill. You're going to decide if you're going to pivot back out and attack the screen on the other side. Or maybe you're going to spray the ball to the other side of the floor for a weak side shot. I don't know. But Norm Powell is the guy making those decisions on some of these plays, even when he's sharing the floor with a Fred Van Vliet or with a Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry. And that's great to see. And that's really cool. And he's done a fantastic job with it. So. I don't see him slowing down either. He's been, he's been terrific. And if he, gets, if he gets to keep playing against these second units, they can't hang with him. He looks fantastic. He's eaten them for lunch. And yeah, it's been, it's been a ride. It's been really fun. But thank you for writing in or you know, commenting on the quick reaction. Thank you very much for listening, though, whether you're getting into this in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day and goodbye. Need an extra hand with dinner? Just ask your Connected Home device to fill your pasta pot and Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology will fill it with the perfect amount of water. Visit deltafaucet.com slash voice IQ to discover more. Between prepping ingredients, setting the table, and planning your tomorrow, sometimes you need an extra hand with dinner. Delta Faucet is here to help. Just ask your Connected Home device to fill your pasta pot with Delta Faucet Voice IQ technology and fill it with the perfect amount of water. Done. Visit Deltafaucet.com slash VoiceIQ to see how Voice IQ can fill your dog's bowl, wash your hands, and more. Introducing Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer. Blending the smooth, creamy, nitro taste of Guinness with hints of coffee, chocolate, and caramel. Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee Beer, your new favorite part of the day. Look for it where Guinness is sold. Must be 21 and over to purchase. Please enjoy responsibly. Diageo Beer Company, New York, New York.